Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Barnacles with Jeff and Devin. How you doing, Devin? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. Uh, we have my friend from work, Abram Champion, along with his wife, Chelsea. Um, I agree. <laughs> now, Jeff, I noticed you did this last week. Why are you giving out people's government names? Why are you <laughs> first and last? Like, well, no, I don't think anybody has um, had anybody come after them because they were on the podcast. We, we you only just started doing that and it's been two very unique names these last two weeks so i'm just worried for our our guest safety we should have came on as mr and mrs what's it to you nice Ooh. nice that's that was a good one our true spongebob fans if you made that joke that's good <laughs> oh man so we're flying a little bit blind here since i um <laughs> failed to inform our guest of uh, <laughs> the episodes we're talking about beforehand which is the first time that i'm usually good about that but um it sounds like y'all are big enough spongebob fans that we can still make this work so <laughs> oh man yeah so this one is murray man and barnacle boy three otherwise known as the best one um <laughs> yeah uh we start out with the noblest, boldest, oldest superheroes in Bikini Bottom, <laughs> Murray Man and Barnacle Boy, as they prepare to take a vacation, even though I think they're already retired. But uh, <laughs> they can still get away. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they don't have to sit in the Mermelayer 24-7, 3065. Yeah. What do they even do on vacation? I don't they, know. They apparently go to Leisure Village. That is that is their destination. That's the the narrator was like while they're away at Leisure Village. I just want to know what you do there. Yeah, I think you just leisure. But um, didn't they live in a retirement home? I, when, at some point, yeah, they were. I they guess were. they moved out. Moved uh -uh. <laughs> they got out of like they they went from retirement to semi-retirement. Yeah, I don't know where that is on the timeline, though. Maybe this is before they decided to go into the retirement home. Ooh, prequel. I, I like that theory, but the, in the retirement home, that's the first time they met. Oh, that's, that's right. True. That's right. That's right. Well, if we've learned anything from this podcast, SpongeBob has a perfect timeline. So <laughs> <laughs> Everything's canonical. It all lines Makes up. Makes perfect sense. Also, this voice cast, you have... Ernest Borgnine, who's an Academy Award winner playing Mermaid Man. You got yeah. Tim Conway. They were both on McHale's Navy. He was from Carol Burnett's show. And then you have uh, John Reese davies who was multiple characters in Lord of the Rings. He was Gimli, Treebeard. Uh, he played Man Ray. Oh, wow. Yeah. For some uh, reason, Jeff, I just thought like you would know that person just like without having to look at, look at the screen. I, I knew I knew Ernest Borgnine some comedy. I didn't know who played Man Ray until today. But until today? You I just think I had today? seen that. I think I had seen it and forgot. But <laughs> anyways, uh <laughs> if if any little detail I don't already know, Devin uh really <laughs> shines a light on it. Okay. I just expect you to just know everything. I expect great things from you, Jeff. That's that's <laughs> why. Well well thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So we got Man Sponge and Boy Patrick. <laughs> this is the first bad idea, um, getting them to look after everything. Um, 
But I guess they are pretty senile because man, right, Mermaid Man's still arguing about evil. <laughs> <laughs> They're immediately, immediately trying to touch everything. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know if there's two worse people in Bikini Bottom. So. <laughs> Could not have found worse people. Two worse people to be house sitting or just period? Just worse people? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just to be house sitting. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, man, how you really feel? Uh, yeah, my question is, why did they need house sitters? Do they have any live animals? No. I mean, besides Man Ray, but he's- To water the plants. To water the plants oh, is what they say. Right. That's pitiful. That's you very cool. All their gadgets, they could have like some kind of automatic plant water. That's a great point. Freeze the plant in tartar sauce since apparently that works. It keeps things alive. You know? Plants love tartar sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So Mermaid Man says that the orb of confusion will give you uh, <laughs> confusion. <laughs> and yeah, Barnacle Boy's hitting the point home. Don't touch anything. And then they, they run out and <laughs> Mermaid Man screams, up. Oh, up and away and then just you know runs out the door but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then uh yeah why you got something they, Devin? yeah why didn't they take the boat mobile i don't know they were just walking i guess they could have <laughs> the boat mobile they left the boat mobile because it made the episode funnier that's what <laughs> you're that's right why <laughs> anything for the sake of comedy so we'll, we'll go ahead and get to it. Man Ray is locked up in there in a vat of frozen tartar sauce. And then when they realize he's frozen, Patrick says, I love it. He's still, he's shocked and he's afraid and he understands like, okay, this is someone we don't need to be messing with. Like we're, we're astounded by him, but we're also afraid of him. Yet he's like, what's this button? <laughs> yeah, Patrick's so maniacal laugh. Just, oh. <laughs> he was absorbing some of the evil. Yeah. yeah. Was there fear of, of mermaid men like higher than their fear of like the Ashling slasher? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, their fear of men, right? Yeah. <laughs> the the mask. Mm -hmm. Nothing's more, nothing scarier than the hash slinging, the hash slinging slasher. Nightmare fuel. He cut off his own arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good episode. The, the mermaid man and barnacle boy thing is, is always interesting because it's they, it's like they are they like superheroes or are they just like tv actors how much of this is like real or fake okay. so here's i thought about this too all right so because there's the show right yeah and there was um what was it the the belt was in yeah so the tickling belt was in episode 17 right yeah that's what that's what he said it's like you know what's happening oh you know I, you forgot about the tickling belt that was as seen in episode 17 so it seems like it's just a documentary. Like it's all, it feels very theatrical, 
and like a you know a, a Saturday morning you know show but the fact that they have the actual uh, man ray trapped in their home right he is really there with the real belt he's I, I really just, evil documentary he, exactly he's a real villain <laughs> yeah I guess it's a document yeah they're watching the news basically I guess I don't know essentially <laughs> it definitely crosses over and they don't even they don't care to to explain it one day there's an episode of Spongebob watching TV and they're on it and he's there they're his favorite character but then there's other episodes where they're in real life like trying to go after the dirty bubble so I think it's just not meant to be reconciled <laughs> just don't, don't think too hard about it I that describes like all, all of Spongebob like how do you have frozen tartar sauce underwater if you think about it for a second it just <laughs> all falls apart exactly. are you telling us not to use logic when it comes to talking about Spongebob Man. It's the illogical nature of the show that distracts you from how on point some of the things are. And you're yes. like, wait a minute. That's actually really smart and really true. Yeah. Man, wait, wait till we start talking about squirrel jokes. I got some. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> so they free Man Ray's head and he wants to be freed entirely. So he's like, well, uh, actually, I am good. Really, really? <laughs> yes, yes, really, really. <laughs> he says, free me now or you'll suffer dark consequences. And SpongeBob says, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? He's like, um, he's like, by the supreme authority of wickedness, unfreezing or something like that. It was it was really official. Oh, I missed that line. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, SpongeBob activates the tickle belt after Man Ray jumps at them. Um, the Tickle Belt from episode 17, as we said. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that episode. So uh, Man Ray wants to trick them into being good or into trick them into thinking that he's good. So he says it's time for those acting lessons to pay off. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, sob. Oh, cry. <laughs> oh, I wish to be good. And so SpongeBob and Patrick get the idea we could teach you how to be good. He says, I'll fake my way through this just like I did in high school. <laughs> All right. The single greatest comedy bit in the history of SpongeBob. Is <laughs> that, that's my, ah, man. It this is, is like... Is him teaching him to be good? Is that what you're saying is the greatest the, bit? The wallet bit is absolutely oh. incredible. This is like the best of like Abbott and Costello, Laurel and Hardy, like Man Ray and Patrick. Like <laughs> Patrick has comedic genius. Like, oh, it's just perfect. He's just perfectly dumb enough to not be annoying, but just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So SpongeBob tells Patrick to drop your wallet. Patrick, drop your wallet. And uh, Man Ray, what do you do? And he says, um, excuse me, sir. I believe you dropped your wallet. That's not my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're Patrick Starr, right? Yep. And this is your ID, right? Yep. I found your ID in this wallet. Therefore, it must be your yep. wallet. Makes sense to me. Then take it. It's not my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. 
Is oh, I missed the line in here. That's perfect. Um, he says, I'm trying to be a good person and return it to you. And Patrick says, return what to who? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did, did anybody get a good look at the license itself? I'm sorry, I, I, identification. Oh. <laughs> because there is in red, it is very clearly stated, this is not a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> they made it very clear that Patrick Starr, who lives at 120 Conch Street, Bikini Bottom, does is, this is not his driver's license. Which is wild because Patrick can drive. Patrick is the one that helped SpongeBob cheat through his driving test. That yeah, that's a fair point. I don't I know what he does. His cues when I drive, I'm like, okay, big toe, <laughs> big toe, <Okay>, lightly. <laughs> <laughs> of it just it's like worst case scenario for like I think about that when I do something nice in like real life like how cringy could this interaction with this stranger become you just get caught you're like oh no I was just trying to help uh, oh man this is true the the second bit is the heavy package so Patrick is struggling with carrying a heavy package and Man Ray says, hello, friend. Uh, I see you struggling with that package. And Patrick immediately drops it on his foot. <laughs> and uh, oh, I'll pick it up. Sorry, let's start again. I'll start again. Uh, hey, um, I, I see you're struggling. Oh, my <laughs> And then they do it a third time. Ah, oh, what is in that box? My wallets. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect callback joke. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh man, man. I, I forgot i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i just i forgot about the threat that man ray uses when patrick doesn't take back the wallet he yells and he's like take back your wallet or i'll rip your arms off <laughs> <laughs> and so spongebob has to then tickle him saying that good people don't rip other people's arms off <laughs> which yeah that's a fair point Man, that's the kind of line you just want to quote, but there's never a context for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Man Ray is just beating the heck out of Patrick, Patrick yells, SpongeBob, tickle him. <laughs> and he does tickle him and he just keeps doing it while he's laughing. He just Wait, it works. <laughs> that is probably part of my favorite part when he grabs him by the, the top of his head. <laughs> and then leave the imprint of his fist around his head. <laughs> yep. Patrick's face afterwards is mine. Frustrated Patrick is my favorite Patrick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm thinking of a number between one and 100. What is it? Uh, 62. <laughs> He'll be like so angry and like so irrational. <laughs> I can't see my forehead. <laughs> Firmly grasp it. <laughs> so they break the remote fighting over it. And Man Ray is stuck laughing. And he says to turn it off, please. SpongeBob says, did you hear that? He said the P word. Peanuts? No. Please. Oh, I guess he's reconstituted. Rehabilitated. <laughs> what a great exchange. Also, the fact 
that it was tickling him so hard that it's, he said it was tickling his DNA. How do you feel that? That is deep. How does one feel your DNA being tickled? It's a deep tissue tickle, yeah. <laughs> also, how is this belt that's only around his waist tickling his entire body? Like, are we to believe that it's only tickling his like abdominal muscles? Is it, this look like a full body like tickle? <laughs> it's a good question. I feel like, have you ever seen um, those like, they hook a man up to like these pads that send pain through them, just let them feel like uh, what it feels like to give birth? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it kind of like that. It's like, it's hooked up in the right spot so that uh -huh. it goes through the whole body and just instead of pain, it's tickling. It's tickling, yeah. It it's funny too because like a tickle belt could be a legitimate torture device. Yes. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried to like run from anyone like while you're laughing? <laughs> you can't take in a breath because your laughing pushes all the air out of your diaphragm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, I remember like as a kid and in like recess or after school or whatever, like being tickled. Like I remember there's like a group of people that came up and were, were tickling me. I think the camp counselor, whoever was was in on it. And it was rough, man. Like I couldn't get out. I, th I thought I was gonna pee myself. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so SpongeBob says, just look at him, Patrick. The picture of goodness as he's just like strapping stuff to him and laughing. Uh, and then he runs off. And they and he scorches them, and SpongeBob says that Patrick is the smell of defeat. Oh, good! I thought it was my skin. <laughs> Which is accurate. It's like he switches in and out of being an idiot, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> they, he, that was truly what the smell was. Was the skin. Exactly. Yeah. They, and then this part. Okay, they slide down to the invisible boatmobile. This, you know. If I was listing the top 15 funniest things that happened this episode, I don't I didn't think it would be up there. I got destroyed when Patrick holds up the invisible license and he has his hand in a rectangle and the camera zooms in to make it very clear. There's nothing in his hand. Are you sure? <laughs> Maybe sure not. But I think that was the gag, was just like Patrick's an idiot. Like <laughs> well, you or is he a genius? Exactly. You or he's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> but before that, when they scooted away and they were just a pile of burnt dust, <laughs> that's one of my favorite parts. Because they could have easily just popped back into themselves, but they like, <laughs> slid away. Just kept sliding. Slithered. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, they crash. Thank goodness for invisible seatbelts. And then uh, we see. <laughs> Man Ray has gone to the bank to rob the bank, but he's giggling too much until everybody is afraid. And finally, one of them goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what you can do. Give me, and he, he just is busting out laughing. He says, I guess I'll just open a checking account. <laughs> <laughs> and I really did tickle his DNA, I guess. He changed. He is good now. He got checks with little poodles on him just to prove that he's good. And he takes off his head and gives it to 
gives it to SpongeBob as they are still using the orb of confusion. He turns it off for them and has this conversation with SpongeBob and he leaves to be good. And Patrick is still, uh, <laughs> Patrick, you know, the orb. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, the orb's off, right? Uh, <laughs> it was this episode, and I think it's because he took his head off. But it was this episode where I was like, now why is he called Man Ray? I almost have to like look up a picture of a like a ray, a stingray. A manta ray, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He barely looks like it. Like his head is, is only like reminiscent of a yeah. ray. And then I was like, but then why is his body a man? And of course my genius husband was like, man, ray. Why <laughs> <laughs> is 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 he is he Human, you think he's like human dressed as like a man, then he takes his head off, and you're like, Well, what is it? What is he? What's going on here? Yeah, we've talked on the podcast before about how Merman and Barnacle Boy are humans, but they must be like four inches tall because they're like the same height as a starfish. And <laughs> yeah. well, I don't I don't have a clue what Slump these people down are in their old age. Um they really shriveled up, yeah. So it was, it was the man. pressure from being in bikini bottom. Dude. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's a high pressure society. For 60 or, years, yeah. Or just depth underwater. Um, but speaking of man ray, all right, any Star Wars fans? Yeah, Star- I mean, I've seen the Star Wars movies, yeah. <laughs> so that's no, you're not necessarily a fan. Um, I've seen all the movies. I haven't watched like The Mandalorian or anything, but yeah, but I need a yes or no answer here. Yeah, sure. I'm not like a diehard fan, but yeah. That's a no. That's a no. He is not a fan. He kept dancing around it. He just kept dancing around it. Not as big of a fan as you are. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, So I, um, from the sequel trilogy, I really like the character of Ray, especially like from the first one. And so I, like it was some event that I went to and, you know, dressed up. And so I went as man ray dressed up as a male version of ray. what why why what are you calling for yeah? don't don't do that that's keep going the, keep going it's, i'm just saying i i got the, i put the costume together I, I was a male version of ray and so i was man ray <laughs> like oh are you ray you, you know I, I got you know some compliments here and there but I just really wanted, I really wanted to do it for the Man Ray joke. Yeah. You tell people they'll suffer dark consequences. No, no. because I was, I was playing the role. Okay. I was, I was Man Ray, but not the man, not my, 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 my Man Ray. <laughs> How many people took it all the way there to, all the way to the Man Ray? All the way to that's a SpongeBob joke. Deep. Yeah. So I don't think anybody really did, except for the person I dressed up with. I was like, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go as Man Ray. And they're like, I get it. But no one, I, I didn't take the time to be like, oh yeah, you like this costume? Yeah, I'm actually Man Ray. They just saw a man dressed as Ray and they thought, ah, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was it was for me. And I, I, maybe if I had like a name tag or something, be like, hello, my name is Man Ray. That might've worked. Yeah. yeah. Or if Jeff was there. If Jeff yeah. was there, maybe. Well, I mean, we, he's not a he's not a Star Wars fan, so. Wait, I I know exactly who Ray is. I've I saw I suffered through the whole sequel trilogy. <laughs> Don't say suffered. 
no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so this is the part of the show when I would normally ask the guest for a rating on this episode. Uh, do y'all want to rate it since you didn't just watch it today? Or I don't know if it's been years or, but. This is definitely one of my, what's the, explain the rating. How do you rate um, Okay. From on a scale of zero to five um, orbs of confusion. How many orbs of confusion is this episode? <laughs> if you stop there, I give it at least a four. Just for the, just for the part where they go, ma, 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 ma. That takes it to the top for me because I quote that all, like, it's probably one of my most quoted episodes. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel, I feel the four on it. Uh, Decimals are allowed. I have to always tell people that. What did you say? So, I said decimals are allowed in your rating. So oh, you we get very specific on our ratings. Okay, yeah, we can go, we can go 4.5. I mean, it's, I it's, it's yeah, the wallet bit is great, but I mean, it's not bubble bowl. So Ooh, oh. that's true. We have that coming up pretty quickly. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's true. That's, that's gold tier. But this is, this is up there. It is up there. It is up there. Yeah. Okay. Devin, how many? Um, let's see. How many heavy boxes of wallets out of five? <laughs> um, out of five. You know, I think, I think I agree with Abram. I'm gonna go with 4.5. So yeah, four, four boxes. And then another box has got half full, it's half full of wallets. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm going with. Four full box. Yeah, it's okay if you drop the the half full box on you. Yeah. 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 Now, Chelsea, are you are you doing the same? Are y'all like one four together? I'm gonna stick with my four. Yeah, y'all can have oh, two different okay. scores. Oh, you gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. You went with a four and then Abram increased. Got it. Okay. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. Um, all right, Jephtha. How many mama 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 <laughs> out of five do you give this episode? That's a good rating. Okay. I thought about it earlier and I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to spoil it. Okay, the context here is that we've had guests give five out of five. So we've never, me and Devin have both never given a five out of five. I still am not, I'm still at this point, like, should I go, I'm either going 4.9 or five. Because this is the best episode we've reviewed so far out of the like 60 segments that we've reviewed. Um, I, I know it's not quite as good as a couple episodes coming up, but I just have no complaints about this episode. And it's, oh, I'll go, I'm going five out of five. This is, I I wouldn't change anything about it. Tickle your DNA. (laughs) Yes. It tickled my DNA. That's perfect. <laughs> now, why did that sound like a Kendrick verse? Like, it tickled my DNA. <laughs> All that's tickled inside my DNA. <laughs> I feel like wanting to, like, use it, like, that be a quote that I use, but everybody's just kind of like, what is, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's hard. All right. Think. Well, that was Merman and Barnacle Boy 3. Next up, we got Squirrel Jokes, so... We'll see y'all in just a second. Or in a few, I don't know, whenever it gets posted.
Barnacles with Jep and Devin is a production of Jep and Devin. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at BarnaclesJND. Send us a voice message on Anchor. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And remember, with imagination, you can be anything you want.